0: Hello and welcome to the Free to Be Show. I'm super excited about today's show. I have one of my new friends that I get to share with you. And we are going to talk about uh, collaboration and how it was her catalyst for what she's up to in the world now. And um, I also wanna bring into the mix how that can support sisterhood. So we'll be right back after this. Hi, my name is Cordelia Gaffar. I'm the ultimate joy goddess. I help you to create sustainable practices of self-nurturing to discover your ultimate joy through workshops, retreats, coaching, my books, this podcast, and speaking engagements to co-create your sacred experience. What does that feel like? For mind alignment, for your yoni, more movement throughout your day. For your stomach, the best nutrition to nourish your body. For your heart, acknowledging your emotions. For your brain, more sleep. Work with me so that you can be replenished. Are you aligning your four minds? Be free with. So today, I will introduce you to Shaniqua Johnson. She's an international TEDx speaker, best-selling author, and media and wellness expert. She's the CEO of A Better You, where she specializes in helping busy moms to take better care of themselves so that they can live their best lives mentally, physically, spiritually, and financially, and so they can continue to love and lead their families. I love that part, you know, because... I believe that mothers are the true leaders and what better guests to have right before Mother's Day. So.
1: Hello, Shaniqua. (laughs) Hey there, my sister friend. Thank you so much for having me on your show today. I am ecstatic and it just brings me great honor when people read my bio and I'm just like, wow, who's this person they get ready to bring on? Oh, she sounds fabulous. And then it's, (laughs) Oh, it's me. <laughs> and you so, are thank fabulous. You, thank you so much. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate you.
0: Yes. It's my absolute joy. You know, like when we met, we just met in January, right?
1: And Yeah, um, that's
0: right. you won an award. And I was like, whoa. <laughs> and then <laughs> you just kind of slid into a corner somewhere. And I was like, wait, it's lunchtime. Where is she at? She, she needs to go eat. And so... Um, Tell, tell me a little bit more, you know, about what what it is that um, you are creating in the world now. What was your TED talk about? Oh,
1: <laughs> my TED talk was uh, about hope. It was about hope and how hope can actually be used to help with depression. One of the things about me, you know, people see and they hear all of the the accolades. They hear that I've received the Presidential Lifetime Achievement Award. They hear that I'm a TEDx speaker. They hear that I'm speaking on all of these international stages. But one of the things that people don't hear about me is that I do suffer with depression. So I have grown to become a mental health advocate for my own sake, for my own mental health. So uh, my my TEDx talk was about hope and how hanging on to hope can actually help you with your depression. What it does is it changes your mindset. So hope is uh, one of those catalysts that that changes your mindset. And when you have a mindset shift, then you're able to just think clearer, you're able to be clearer, everything just flows a lot better when you are um, in that right frame of mind. So um, that is one of the things that I have spoken about internationally. It's what I do on a daily basis. It's about how do we find that hope? Where are our sources of hope? Where do we Um, get that connection, to just keep that fire burning inside of us so that we can continue to do the great work that we are all called to do.
0: Mm. What I love about what you just shared is like two things. Number one, Mm -hmm. even though you are this fantastic, amazing person in the world, you are also human. And the second thing I love about that is in your humanness, you understand the importance of self-care and Um, Mm self-nurturing. And if it helps you, why not help everybody else at the same time?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. See, I think we live in a society where, we're so scared of getting canceled, right? They are there. It's always this thing on the media, oh, you know, you, the, the cancel culture. Anybody who does anything that errs on the side of, oh, we don't like that. You're ready to cancel somebody. You're ready to write them off. But I'm just believing that I get to walk in my truth. As we all get to walk in our truth and I don't have to hide from it because the worst thing in the world is for someone else to bring up your past and then wave it as uh, almost like a weapon against you. So I embrace, I embrace all of my shortcomings uh, because they are what make me so great. So it's like when you see me on these stages, when you see me receiving these awards, just know that I got there with all of my stuff. You know, I brought all my ish into, Like, so I got my depression. I got that anxiety that tries to come and, and sit with me every now and again. I've got all of those things. And I've learned to, to be in charge of them. They don't rule me, but mm-hmm. I, I, I don't hide from them. I no longer hide from them. So um, I think that's where people connect with me when they get to see that human side, where they get to say, oh, wow, she's achieving all of these great things. But yet she still is very transparent about um, her health journey, her, her mental health journey. And I do like to take people along on those journeys, because who wants to do it alone? I don't know about you, but I mean, I can do it by myself. But if I don't have to, why would I?
0: Exactly. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, man, I love all the things that you just said. It's like, and and I I think you also give women permission to mm-hmm. embrace all of their pieces, right? Because we are yes. puzzle pieces and we're learning how to fit ourselves into our wholeness. and And that's mm-hmm. what I'm hearing you say, you know. I I resonated with you when I met you because I was like, wow, here I am, like, just living with sometimes, you know, PTSD, right? And I'm, Mm -hmm. but I'm out here, the ultimate joy goddess, and it's like,
1: yes, but you
0: made me understand that that's not a duality. That's just the fuel that makes, you know, me see and appreciate and be grateful for the joy that is you know, in every breath and every heartbeat. So I thank you for that. And it helps you
1: to connect with people. So when you put your truth out there, that's where you find your people. Mm -hmm. So when I say, oh, you know, I suffer from depression. Well, here comes all my people. So everyone who can relate to that, now they're sitting front row center. And now I get to be who I am and be able to share um, the message of hope, to be able to share the message of, of faith and how your mindset can support you in your growth, uh, then now I have their ear. So it's okay to be transparent, but you have to watch where you're transparent, right? It's not to say that you go into your, your place of employment or on your, your job or in your business and start laying it all on the line. You know, you have to know where and if you can find a safe space to do that, that is when you find um, what they say as your tribe, your people will attract to you from your realness, from even those things that we once thought were our, our scars, that, that they were our wounds. Um, so I'm honored to be able to stand where I am today, knowing that I'm not perfect but i know that i am a process and you know that that's what gives me hope to know that each day that i wake up i'm still uh, maintaining that process i'm still on that journey so i get to grow i get to metamorph into this new being so the person you met yesterday i might be someone totally different today and that's okay so we have to give ourselves and i and i love the title of your show we have to give ourselves permission to be free Right, just free to be whoever it is that we're feeling in this moment in time to be.
0: Yeah, 100%. So, with this freedom that you've allowed yourself, um, what does collaboration look, look like for you now?
1: Well, it definitely changes over time. Um, you know, of course, when I was younger. Um, collaboration was having people to go to the club with. Come on, somebody, right? I used to go out (laughs) to the club. I used to go to the club 13 deep. We'd be, you know, just a bunch of girls. We'd be walking from the train station. I live in New York, so we, you know, we take the subway. And, you know, it was just a thing. That was my tribe. That was my collaboration. But then as I got older, collaboration meant something different. And where I'm at in this season of life, um, I get to collaborate with any and everybody. I can collaborate with any and everybody. So it doesn't matter what their message, what their mission is. I, If I choose to, I can work with those people. Why? Because we all have a story to tell. And maybe while we're in a collective environment, there might be some people who will have their ears in tune to me. There might be some people who have their ears in tune with someone else. So I get to be in every environment that I choose, every environment that is conducive to where I'm going and growing in this life. So um, that's what collaboration looks like for me. Um, Collaboration also looks like me embracing people for their differences, people of different faiths, people from different um, backgrounds, nationalities. Um, I choose to be able to welcome those in because what it does is it enhances my, my skill set. It enhances my knowledge base on these other practices and now I'm able to learn from it and that helps me to grow. Collaboration also looks like having a very, very, very tight circle. A very, very small, intimate type circle where I can get my needs met. You see, because I'm always the one who's pouring. I'm always the one who's giving, whether it's as a a corporate trainer, whether it's as um, a health coach, a wellness facilitator, everywhere that I go, I am always the one who's pouring out to other people. And I remember one day someone asked me, they say, Shaniqua, man, you're always so full of energy and light. Where do you get your motivation from? And the answer to that, is in my very, very small, intimate circle of sister friends. I have a business bestie, Dr. Vanita. Hey, girl. Hey, because I know she's watching. And she supports me in business. Although we don't do the same thing in business, similar but not the same, we're also walking in different uh, on different journeys. However, we still get to support one another through the trenches of that entrepreneurial journey we get to support each other I have my prayer warriors yes my sister friends um, Tawana and Carol they are the ones who are praying for me I mean I can't even roll up out of the bed without a text message from them saying you know something uplifting something motivating something to keep me spiritually grounded So I'm so grateful for those sister friends. I have a few other people who um, I can go to with ideas and know that they're not going to steal anything from me. They're going to add, they're going to pour into me. So that is what collaboration looks like for me. And it's knowing when and where to be vulnerable. And it's knowing when and where it's time to put on your strength.
0: I love that answer. You know, you, you um, helped us see, first of all, the evolution of what collaboration is. And second of all, the importance Mm -hmm. of, um, of having that intimate support. Um, Yes. And, you know, you identified spiritually, you know, professionally, and then just um, with everyday things. And I don't, I think this is something that, you know, we miss as women sometimes or we bypass we think that we're an island (laughs) and you know it's like uh, do we really need somebody and then there's the very important one that you said about um being concerned that someone's going to steal your ideas you know Mm -hmm. i want to talk a little bit more about that i sure have a philosophy of abundance economy right so what that means is, I, I believe that we get divine downloads, right? And yes. if it's meant for something that we'll bring into the world, then we will get the support and get to do that. And then sometimes, you know, we may have not been discerning and, and we share with the wrong person, right? And they steal our idea. Tell me, has something like that ever happened to you?
1: Well, no one can steal my ideas, especially if they were divine. You know, they were, you know, sent from a different, a deeper place. Because what has my name on it has my name on it. Now, sure, someone else can, you know, do something very, very similar. And that's okay. That is totally okay. Me and my business bestie, uh, we do things that are similar. Right? But... What, I, what I'm what i called to do is what I'm called to do. And what she's called to do is what she's called to do. So um, you can't steal. No one can steal anything. They can't take anything away from me that belongs to me. We all get to share our message. We all get to share our stories. And maybe, let's just say, for instance, I put up a post on social media. And you repost it, but you don't give me credit for it. Okay, I understand that courtesy says give the person credit for, you know, their original work. But I get it. I get that I influenced you. I get that what I said was uh, motivating and you enjoyed it. So you decided that you wanted to put it up on your page as well. But I'm not going to put any negative energy around it to say, oh, you stole this from me. Maybe use it. I remember one time. This was years ago. Um, I was pregnant with my my second son, and my pregnancies are rough, you guys. It just just really, really rough where I'm like. They talk about morning sickness. Uh, uh-uh, I had all day sickness. Mm-hmm. And um, I had been in the house for a really, really long time because I just didn't feel up to going anywhere. And so one day I decided, you know what, my my older son, you know, he needed to get out the house. He was a toddler at the time. And I was like, he needed to get out the house and he needed some fresh air. So I'm like, you know what, today I'm not feeling so bad. Um, let's take him out. So I decide that I'm taking my baby to the zoo. So I get them all packed up, and um, we get it. You know, getting ready to get into the car. Mind you, I haven't driven my car in a long time. It's probably about a good couple of weeks since I've moved my car. But I know where I parked it. So I went. And, you know, getting ready to get in my car, and somebody stole the battery out of my car. They stole the battery out of my car, but I mean, you know, you want the battery, take the battery, but they also stole my baby's car seat. Oh no. And I was like, why would you steal What? It? okay, I get, I get why you need the, 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 the battery. battery, the engine, the <laughs> computer in the car. Okay. I get that. But my baby car seat, why are you stealing my baby's car seat? <laughs> and rather than getting mad, I just simply said, well, I hope. Whoever needed it, you know, they Mm -hmm. took it because there was a need and I hope that they get their need fulfilled. So I don't have time for hate. I don't have time for thinking someone stole something, you know, he did steal it, right? (laughs) Yeah, in that case, that's literal. (laughs) But if you needed it, if there was a need, if there was something about that car seat that you saw that you just felt that you had to have, then I'm releasing myself from it by all means, having it. Does that mean that you need to come and steal stuff from me? Absolutely not, because I am from New York City, so don't (laughs) even try that, right? Don't try that. But if if something that I have, something that I say, um, the gifting that God has implanted inside of me, if it's going to benefit you and you feel the need to take it, go for it, because guess what? I'm going to be replenished. Yeah. I'm going to be replenished anyway. But I used to always tell, especially like when I had kids and, and their friends were around, I used to always say, you don't ever have to steal anything from me. If it's something you want, just ask me for it and it's yours. You know, it's just, it's just that simple. So if you see a post, if you see a course, you know, if you like it, just say, Shaniqua, well, I think this is great. Can I borrow it? Can I have it? And I'll say, hey, why don't I show you how to create something on your own? To make it your own, right? So that's just—I guess that's just common courtesy. It's how we all get along here on the earth. If we're not grabbing and stealing, but that crabs in the barrel mentality in in women, nah, that's that's played out. That's like 2008. Like we're above that now. Okay, <laughs> we're we've got to rise above that.
0: One hundred percent. Thank you for the distinction. You know, um, because and and I love the. Uh, the share about the story, you know, with your car. (laughs)
1: Because,
0: (laughs) you know, but, but it's, it's true. It's like, you know, I hope, you know, and and I feel the way you conveyed the story, like you prayed for that person. It's like, you know, I pray that, you know, you got good use out of that car seat. Mm -hmm, mm
1: -hmm, And it's
0: the same thing with the way we serve in the world. I'm also hearing you say that. It's like, I've been gifted this. This is my purpose, Mm -hmm. divinely, and you know, from God. And you know, people, they, um, I'm you're serving them too, right? Yeah. Whether or not they perhaps don't have the, um, I'm gonna say the courage, right? They may Mm -hmm. be too shy to approach you and say, you know, like, oh, will she even respond to my message? I'm just, yes, gonna, I will.
1: you know, yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm that crazy one that will, yes, I will. But don't come with me. Don't come to me with silliness because yeah. I'm too busy for that.
0: Yeah. You know? Yeah. Thank you for that. I really appreciate that. We're yeah. going to take a really short break and then we'll come back and talk about some more coolness. Absolutely. Create your ultimate joy, personalized experience. Where do you see yourself this year? Is it in Hawaii or the Caribbean, or perhaps it's Mexico? There are locations all over the world where you can connect with the elements. Wherever you choose, you can be with me, the ultimate joy goddess, to create and be a stand for your joy. Where, would, where do you see yourself? Where would you like to be? Don't dream about it. Make it happen. Connect with me at cordeliagafar.com And we're back. Love you love that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You wanna come
1: to Mexico? <laughs> yeah, listen, this girl right here loves to travel um, and I'm always I'm always open for new opportunities. I just got back from South Africa and um, I'm just open for new opportunities to explore. I think we are all on this earth for a reason and a purpose. There's this whole big adventure that is waiting for us and sometimes we're a little too scared to take that leap of faith to say, you know what, let me, let me do this. Let me do this for me Um, because we're so used to doing things for other people. So I love that you support um, people just saying yes to themselves.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Tell me a little bit more about South Africa. So you were there for, What reason and what else did you do while you were there?
1: (laughs) Yes. So my purpose for go for, first of all, I thought I was going to South Africa just to tour South Africa. Um, But it turned out to be an opportunity to speak on the TEDx stage. So um, that is where I got the opportunity to speak at uh, TEDx, the University of South Africa. And um, it was a amazing experience. It was in uh, Johannesburg and just had an amazing experience. Now when I think the media has has showed us what they want us to know about Africa. And I had this image in my head, but I'm so grateful that I had an open mind when I reached there um, because Johannesburg reminded me a lot of New York. It was was very New Yorker-ish to me. I was like, oh, okay, I see you, Johannesburg. (laughs) Uh, It was very city-like. It was very modern. Um, and I really enjoyed my time there, um, but then we also went to Botswana, mm. and I love Botswana. Like, that's where my girl vision, you know, like, you know, in your childhood, where you envision a place, like, that's where I saw, we saw the animals, we saw the trees, the earthiness, and one of the beautiful things about Africa, period, was the the sky, almost looked like a portrait. Like it almost looked like you could reach up and just touch the sky. It was just, the sky looks totally different. Different, interesting. Than it does here at home. I don't know what that's all about, but it was definitely a uplifting Mm. experience. And it just reconfirmed some things for me um, you know, sometimes we get ourselves entangled in imposter syndrome, and we think that we don't belong. And that was my declaration to say, I belong anywhere mm. I choose to be. And that was a fabulous trip. And I can't wait to go back. <laughs> I'm coming with you. Look, that yes. was short notice.
0: I- you told me in January. I was yes. Like- i'm going to india in february we're gonna to have to you know speaking yes, of we can definitely
1: make that
0: yeah we're gonna we're gonna work it out so hey steve steve hardison he says that's a lot of gorgeous intelligence on my podcast. thank you steve we received thank that you. yes thank you yeah so um okay so you went to South Africa, and you mm-hmm. got a chance to do your your um, TEDx talk. But I feel like I saw you doing other things there. Did you do
1: any? Um... Oh, yes. Uh, we did some radio show interviews. Mm-hmm. Um, so there was a lot of interviewing. There was a lot of um I wanna say wining and dining with some of the global leaders. Uh, we had tea party with um, some of the heads of states, some of the former heads of states. We had um, art, there was like art gallery exhibits. And I mean, it was just a wealth of culture. Mm. Um, and one of the things that, you know, they, they tell you a lot when you're there, they always say, welcome home, mm. welcome home. And I'm saying how nice to be in a place where they accept you, just as you are and remember they don't know anything about you they don't know who you are but they still are welcoming to you so there was a lot of activities going on we got a chance to um, go to a women's shelter so um, a domestic violence shelter uh, where yeah where they support the women um, and even the men so even if the, men is, the man is the abuser, they even will be, provide counseling and support and services and resources for him. To Again, they want the family to be united. They don't want to tear the family apart. They want to keep the family united if they possibly can. So um, there was a lot of work that we did, a lot of seeds that were sown there to help support the women um, and the families who enter into this shelter, um, and we were just out there getting our message across the airwaves, um, letting people know. They, like, they said the Americans, the Americans are here. And <laughs> we were definitely letting our presence be, be known. And, and we were experiencing the real side of Africa. Mm. Not the stuff they show you on TV with the babies with the belly and the flies buzzing all around them. I mean, yes, there's poverty, just like there's poverty everywhere. yeah, yeah. plenty of poverty here in New York City. I can attest to that. Mm -hmm. But there's also beauty. There's also a richness. There's also a culture that I believe that we need to experience at the very least once in our lifetime. And I actually have the opportunity to do some teaching. So um, I do plan on going back to South Africa and to Botswana to continue what was started and to do some teaching and really be able to go out there and to empower and impact the women um, because there are a lot of women leaders. There are a lot of women leaders, and they need to know about the importance of wellness and taking care of themselves. And you can be the strong tower, but you also need to take care of that tower. So um, I'm excited about that journey. And definitely, Cordelia, I will let you know the deets. So if you are able to get away, we can definitely make that happen.
0: Okay. Yeah. That'll be fun. Talking about collaboration and sisterhood.
1: (laughs) We're doing it right here and right live and in action.
0: Yeah, we are. I love what you said about the way they work towards rehabilitating the family Mm -hmm. um, in instances of domestic violence. Is there something specific that, I mean, I I would love for us to do things differently here in the United States with that, you know, because I feel like I don't know that they're not trying to rehabilitate the family. I just feel like it's a little bit glossed over. So did you see a distinction? Like, was it deeper or?
1: Well, they need a lot of help, Mm -hmm. you know, um, and I think the, I think here in the States, we have the resources um, that would be able to support them to do it the way they want to do it, not the way we want it done, right? Because we have a habit of we want to go in and take over. No, there's a way in which you can support someone where you allow them to grow their vision. So again, I I feel you on that where it's like, it's almost like we have that separation, like, well, put the mom here, put the dad here, lock him up, put her over there, put the babies here. Um, And that's not conducive for Uh, our society. So I believe over there, if they had more support, they could probably do it even more. So, So I say anyone who's in the wellness industry, mental health industry, it's really important that, yes, we do the work here at home, but then we also see how we can support on a global platform. To be able to support those people. Um, they and they and they have they have their system set up. I, I wanna say differently, but I'm not sure if it's really different because I'm not hundred percent on how it's done here. I've only seen bits and pieces of it. But um, one of the things that I found very impressive was they have like into an underground railroad. Mm -hmm. So they have hiding places Mm -hmm. if needed. So if the women are physically and their children are physically in danger, they have the hiding places. They don't just leave them at home and tell him, you can't go over there. They literally have a channel of support. And um, I'm just now thinking about that concept of the Underground Railroad. Was that not the epitome of support? Yeah, yeah. You got people in different counties, different areas who opened up their home, or even if they didn't open up their their home, they gave in some way. Yeah. Whether it was direction, whether it was food, whether it was shelter, they gave, whether it was keeping their mouth shut, right? Yeah, that's important. A way, right? They gave in such a way. And that was a a form of collaboration right there, Mm
0: -hmm.
1: right? People working together for a united cause and even if that cause is not something that you directly believe in you don't have to stand in the way so you can support another sister even if she's doing something that you're not into you can still clap for her you can still hit the like button you can still hit the share button there's so much that we can do in the form of collaboration in the form of support But I think we just we got it kind of one sided, like just one definition of it. But we really can fluff it out and stretch it out to mean a lot more so that we all feel supported in what it is that we're doing.
0: Yeah, I love how you are just a wordsmith, you know, because you can (laughs) take a word that has a that has the. I'm gonna say the the old crusty definition, right? Mm-hmm. And then you make it, you make mm-hmm. it come to life. <laughs> yes, I
1: love that, thank you.
0: Yeah, yeah, thank you. So you said so many things in there. I, I think um, just to close out the conversation about the support of the domestic violence situation in South mm-hmm. Africa, culturally they're different, right? And they mm-hmm. have more strong family values so it makes sense that they would have an underground railroad type set up. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're quite frankly, the situation I think is more volatile when it comes to violence in women and children there, just from the little yeah. bit of work that I've done because in 2019 and 2020, I was working with um, some support groups in South Africa virtually. But the women that I, I um, supported via WhatsApp, some of the stories that I heard, it that makes sense. That's the only way it could be done. Um, yeah,
1: yeah. So- and I actually have. I was able to get a hold of some books. And one of the things I'm going to be doing soon on my platform is putting a charge out to you know my my women business owners, my uh, you know just sister friends, because there was a book. Where the women were able, it was a it was a collaborative book where the women were sharing their stories about their their domestic violence, about their estranged homes, and it's um, it's a, a heart wrenching book where they're giving tales of what they endured. So I actually got a, a few copies of those books, and I'm going to charge everybody to say, you know what, hey, let's support this mission. Purchase a copy of these books, and the proceeds are going to go back to um, to their shelter to help these women to support. So there's so many little things that we could do buying a book that are huge. And we do we do that we we do that here. We do mm-hmm. we buy books when people are you know releasing their books. We do that here. So why not be able to take the money where the proceeds will actually be able to support? So you'll be able to lend your seed, to sow your seed into a place. For those people who are domestic violence survivors, when you start to read these stories, you start reflecting on what you went through, your support is needed and it's necessary. So it's just a small step, but I believe it's a small step in the right direction.
0: Yeah, I agree. So on that note, I would like you to put your... (laughs) the link for that book right so we can purchase um and I'm gonna put the link for your
1: is your TEDx talk up yet um I have some snippets on it on my YouTube channel Shaniqua inspires so if you connect with me on all of the different platforms Shaniqua inspires you can send me a message DM me um at Shaniqua inspires and you'll definitely be able to stay connected and uh, hear about all the different things that I that I do and, and how I go. I'm making this a global mission. Yeah, it's a global mission and I just want to be able to do whatever it is that I can wherever I can.
0: Hmm. I love that. I love that you know we get to support each other in this way. And when I say yeah. we, I'm talking about women, you know globally um, and we we no longer are, crabs in a barrel you know we recognize no. that it's time to to really be global sisters and so I'm so happy to hear about what you achieved in South Africa and, and what you're bringing back to let us be part of too um, and thank you for that I want to yeah. know more about like if someone is listening to this and they're just like Shaniqua you've inspired me yeah. how can they work with you
1: Connect with me. Um, So I am the CEO and owner of A Better You. And it's all about wellness. It's about getting you to that place. And I know we are multitaskers. We are the queen of the multitaskers. We are doing a little bit of everything. But should we serve the world 100% and leave ourselves there? No. So we've got to be able to find a way in which that we can have it all because I'm here to tell you, and I'm here to have my life as an example to say that we can have it all. We can have the families, we can have the beautiful blessed relationships, we can have the businesses, we can have the books, we can have the platforms, the stages, anything that our hearts desire, we can have that. So we just have to learn how to not even create balance. I've been talking about balance is a figment of our imagination. But it's more so what needs my time, my attention, my energy in this season. And those things that no longer suit me, I have to move away from it so that I can have room to be free to receive what's next in my life. So uh, for anyone who just needs some support, I do business coaching. So if you're a new startup, or you've got an idea or concept of a business, and you're like, ah, I just need a sister friend, I need someone to guide me, I just need to know where to get started. Well, you can reach out to me for that. I do consultations. Um, where we can sit together and um, either, you know, if you're in New York, we can do it, you know, personally, or we can do it via Zoom. And we can just have a conversation, we can strategize, we can get some action steps put in place. And then I can hold you accountable to say, are we doing this? or Are we not? So I'm looking for those individuals who are ready to take that next step in life, in business, and in thriving on where it is that they're called to be. So reach out to me at Shaniqua Inspires. I'm all over social media. Um, My website is ShaniquaJohnsonRN.com because yes, I am a registered nurse by profession. And I've just learned to take that healing that we do in inside of a hospital. I've learned how to take it and bridge it out and bring it straight to you all. So again, I thank you so much, Cordelia, for having me as a guest. I hope the words that I shared was inspiring. It was impactful. And more than that, I pray that it was something that lights a fire into whoever is listening and say, you know what? It's time to go for more.
0: Yes. Thank you so much. And thank you for sharing that. I love that you said... um, balance is a figment of our imagination (laughs) sorry sorry
1: (laughs) but it is it is
0: yes (laughs) like it's about harmony and seasons for sure absolutely yeah so thank you so much for being here on the free to be show for those of you who are listening and watching live or um sometime in the future share this with another heart and share this with another soul and until next week be free Thank you for listening to The Free To Be Show. Now take this time to go into the oceans of your mind and deeply reflect and introspect on your depth. What would it look like to create a sacred experience? What would it feel like to create a world Where you had your ultimate joy, where you're completely aligned in your four minds. Are you ready for a sacred experience? Allow yourself the freedom to be replenished and free. Connect with me at CordeliaGufford.com.